footsteps behind you as you enter the woods. Night draws back its cape. Light illumines your path. Open your eyes. Listen. Welcome to Dark Softly Tales. Dark stories for dark hearts. I'm Mav Sky. Good evening and welcome to your nightmares. Where we like to keep it dark and dreamy here at Dark Softly Tales. This is your host, Mav. And we are back again this week with a morbid cautionary tale for you. It's a never-before-published story called Options. I wrote this story about a decade ago. I imagined a future where a country was plagued with mercury poisoning from the drinking water. The symptoms present differently in people. And in general, people and animals die slow, miserable deaths. Which I shouldn't laugh about. I don't know why I laughed. Anyway, I wondered what it would be like for those whose bodies developed an immunity. The depression, the hopelessness. And I imagined a government who, of course, was responsible for the poisoning, though blamed other countries. The motive was decreasing the population for the sake of the Earth. And the theory is that those who survived would live more enriched lives through a totalitarian controlled system. And we all know that works, right? For survivors, the government provides options, a politically correct term for federally funded suicide booths. I'm not gonna lie. I wrote this story about a decade ago and basically forgot about it. And I just happened to find it when going through files for other stories. And I was like, oh yeah, this one, perfect for the program. And then I started wondering with today's touchy Puritan-like environment, if this story would even fly if I subbed it to a magazine. And you know, I don't think it would. There are so many taboo subjects that are not dared, discussed, or frowned upon in public and social media, such as the subject of suicide. The rate for suicide is high right now, and there are so many people who struggle with it. And there's so much shame that revolves around the subject that it makes it really tough to have honest conversations about it. This is a subject that would come up in the Braving Shame group I was a part of up until COVID. And it was really interesting to see how people in the group would react or feel triggered when someone would bring up an experience dealing with suicide. It is so, so important to talk about the shadow instead of keeping it hidden or suppressing it, even having a little cheeky fun with it. Not to make fun or shame anyone in particular, but because it validates the very real and pressing emotional impact. A close family member of mine works in the mental health field, assessing people, and he's been telling me that so many clients have been committing suicide and how devastating it is for him and the healthcare team, for the person's family, of course, and friends. And I can't help but think that even though we are connected globally, through the internet, more than ever before in Earth's history, 
we are equally disconnected from our emotions, from our shadows, from our loved ones, to the things that are real and true. Instead, we are practically bashed over the head with logic, scientific facts, reason. And these are, are important too, of course, but it should never ever replace our humanity, our warmth and human connection. And I think it's also important to remember that although the powers that be want us to believe that everything is black or white, right or wrong, good or bad, this way or that way, the truth is that reality presents in many shades of gray. And that's okay. It's okay. We are strong enough to face it and we are strong enough to have conversations about it. All these things were on my mind when I was writing this story a decade or so back, with, of course, the frustration of virtual assistance with artificial intelligence. And I think all of us have dealt with the frustration of using animated voice systems. With that being said, settle yourself in a dark, quiet space. Maybe close your eyes. And let's dream a dark little dream. Take my hand and hang on tight as we journey into the dark softly. Options by Mav Sky. Ralph startled when a gunshot rang out from the booth. He thought of the man he watched walk in. Balding, thin, blisters covering his arms and neck. Mercury poisoning. It affected everybody differently. Smoke puffed through the small chimney at the top of the small black booth. The scent of burned flesh filled the air. The door slid open. The man was gone. A hand fell on Ralph's shoulder. Hurry up, or I won't have the guts to go in myself. Ralph turned to a short, mean-looking brute. So long, Ralph said, because that's all he could think to say. Yeah, yeah, get on with it. I want to die today, not tomorrow, buckaroo. Ralph faced the booth and somehow managed to step inside. The doors closed behind him. An obsidian wall faced him. Red instructions blinked in the dark mirror. Pull lever to left. Ralph looked to his left. A small red lever marked options protruded from the wall. He gulped and pulled the lever. A buzz sounded. The obsidian mirror rolled up, revealing 50 or so buttons every color of the rainbow. They surrounded a small TV screen. It fizzed, and then a woman's face appeared. Hello, my name is Adria. What is your name? Please speak into the microphone. Her voice was automated. Great. He hated automated voices. A little microphone popped out below the screen. He ducked to it. Hello? 
Hello, hello. If hello is your name, please press purple button number one. If this is not your name, please press purple button number two. Ralph squinted and looked at the colors and numbers. He wished he'd brought his glasses. He hadn't realized this would be so complicated. He found and pushed the correct button. Please speak your name into the microphone. Ralph, he said. Hello, Alf. Fine, whatever. Ralph pushed purple button number one. Alf, we regret that you have chosen to visit the suicide booth today, but we understand your need for death. Because we care about each of our citizens and do not wish anyone to die prematurely, we will discuss your options today. Please press the green arrow if you wish to proceed. Ralph sighed and pushed the green arrow. An animated Adria appeared on the screen. Congratulations, you have chosen options. For life options, push green button number one. For death options, push red button number one. Curious, Ralph decided to hear the life options first. He pushed the button. Adria faded, then reappeared on the screen. Her hair was blonde, and he wasn't sure, but it looked as if a halo hung just above her head. Congratulations! You have chosen the Life Options button. If you wish to hear a message from a nice Jesus, push yellow button number 9. If you wish to hear a message from a mean Jesus, push yellow button number 1. If you wish to hear a message from Buddha, push yellow button number seven. If you wish to hear a message from the Dalai Lama, push yellow button number five. If you wish to hear a message from Elvis, push yellow button number eight. If you wish to hear a message from the president, push yellow button number three. Ralph froze, listening to Adria prattle on. He forgot which was which and just pushed the last yellow number. You have chosen the life option message from a nice Jesus. A picture of the Catholic Jesus appeared on the screen. Brothers and sisters, God loves you, and so does your family. Choose life, and God bless you. May your cup runneth over. The screen went black. Then white letters across the screen accompanied by Adria's voice. Do you wish to live? Underneath the letters were two words in bold white. Yes, no. Ralph smirked. Uh, no. I'm sorry. I did not understand your answer. Please speak into the microphone. Ralph ducked to the microphone. No. We regret that the nice Jesus did not change your mind. To hear more life options, 
push purple button number five. To hear death options, push red button number eight. Ralph glanced at all the buttons, found the red. He pushed it. Adria faded out. Then, like before, appeared on screen. Her hair was black, face pale, and she appeared to be wearing fake eyelashes. Her lip was pierced. You have chosen death options. For one last chance to choose life options, please press green button number seven. To continue to death options, push black button number one. Ralph searched through all the buttons. He didn't see black. It was dark inside the booth. He felt along the walls to his right and left. Adria spoke. Please do not push on the walls of the suicide booth. Death may shoot, slice, or pound you prematurely. Damn, said Ralph. Please refrain from use of vulgar language while inside the suicide booth. <laughs> That's a load of bullshit. Vulgar language detected. Use of vulgar language within the suicide booth will result in the immediate halt of options. The death option will not be permitted. Oh, um, I'm sorry, said Ralph. Goth Adria nodded. Compassion filled her soulful avatar eyes. Apology accepted, Alf. For one last chance to choose life options, please press green button number seven. To continue to death options, push black button number one. Ralph said, I don't see the black button. I do not understand what you are saying, Alf. For one last chance to choose life options, please press green button number seven. To continue to death options, push black button number one. Ralph remembered the book of matches in his pocket. He lit one and held it close to the wall. A row of black buttons snuggled between the green and yellow. Tricky little boogers. He pushed black button number one. Fire detected. A small horn beeped behind him, then a hiss above him. He glanced up and blew out the match, but it was too late. A sprinkler emerged from the ceiling and water tinkled out of it. Damn it. Fire prevented. The sprinkler withdrew into the ceiling. Ralph leaned into the microphone. I just want to die, okay? That's it. The screen fizzled, blacked out, then filled with the face of a Catholic Jesus again. Only this time, he was frowning. You will burn in hell if you continue down this path. Choose life for heaven's sake and be redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. Thunder resonated throughout the booth. 
Ralph startled. Ah! And covered his head. The main Jesus disappeared. The screen fizzled. Then Adria appeared again. We are sorry, Alf. There seems to be a malfunction. For death, please push black button number two. Ralph jabbed at black number one, two, and three. Alf, we sense your impatience, so we will proceed to devices of death. Please watch the screen carefully and select the way you wish to die. Device number one, gunshot to the head. An animated video of a gun shooting a man appeared on screen. The man's head exploded and his body fell to the ground. Ralph's eyes grew wide. Device number two, split in half by sword. The screen showed an animation of a guy running from a giant sword. It rose in the air and split him down the middle. Ooh, no, no, not that one. Device number three, the strangler. The screen showed hands grabbing a woman's neck. She screamed as they lifted her from the floor and shook her. Her cries died, head fell to the side. Her limbs jerked, then stopped. A wide, dark patch spread across the crotch of her pants. Little boxes appeared at the top of the animated movies as Adria announced them. Device number four, the hanging. A noose fell over a man's neck and hoisted him into the air. Ralph's stomach turned. He couldn't take much more. Device number five, the blender. Oh, sweet Jehoshaphat, no. Ralph pushed the first box on the top of the screen and a screen blurred. Congratulations. You chose death device number one. Gunshot to the head. The animation replayed. Ralph felt bile build up his throat. He swallowed it down. Please wait one moment while your device of choice prepares itself. The incinerator will burn your body after the device of death completes your option. Gears churned above. Ralph could hear firelight below the floor. The burnt smell of flesh filled the air. He choked on vomit again. A door opened above and something lowered. Ralph's heart beat fast. His pulse raced. A gush from his stomach rushed up his throat as he bent and puked on the floor. Something hit him smack on the forehead. He reached up and grabbed something small and thin. It was attached to a string. Adria appeared on screen. Please read through the death options contract. It states that this suicide is your choice and your choice alone. Neither Suicide Booth Inc. nor Jesus, nor the president, nor the government are responsible for your death. Date and sign your name at the bottom of the screen. Ralph scrolled down through the legal mumbo-jumbo. He signed his name at the bottom. The screen went black. The buttons went black. Silence. 
than Adria's voice. Thank you, Alf. And remember, you have 30 seconds to choose life before your device of death completes its task. Silence. A sound like an elevator door opening came from the top of the booth. He heard something lower. Ralph knew it was his death device option. A gun. He closed his eyes and pictured nothing. Not his mother or father, dead girlfriend or puppy. He chose not to think of anyone who died from the poisoning. He felt nothing either. His emotions had died with everyone he loved. His immunity, seen as a blessing from others, had been a personal hell. Ralph waited for the gunshot. He startled when Adria's voice came with a scream. This option requires your life savings. Do you wish to go on, Alf? Ralph gritted his teeth. More bullshit. Yes, 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 Adria, I do wish to go on. I do wish to die. Please push your thumb against the green box on the screen. We will check your savings accounts now. Gah, he punched the wall. Please push your thumb. All right, whatever. Death, life, anything is better than the ring around with this shit. Ralph pushed his thumb against the screen. Thank you, Alf. Remember to keep your arms at your side until your device of death completes your option. Have a pleasant death. The screen blackened. It was for real now. Death was for real. A hammer cocked from above. Ralph closed his eyes. He clenched his hands and felt sweat drip across his face. He waited for pain to jolt his head. We are sorry, Alf. It appears your savings account is negative. Suicide Booth Inc. is unable to continue with this option. This occurrence may be the result of our computer system's malfunction. If you believe this is a mistake, please pull the lever to your left and begin again. Otherwise, have a nice day. Wait. What? The obsidian wall rolled over the buttons. A white gloved hand on a spring popped out of the wall. The door slid open, and the gloved hand stuck out its index finger and poked him in the shoulder. Hard. Ralph fell out of the booth, and the door slid closed. On the ground, the impatient face of a small, mean man waiting in line behind him appeared. What the hell is wrong with you? You're alive! Ralph shoved the man aside, stood, and let out a frustrated roar as he kicked the metal door. In the distance, a pistol cocked. Ralph turned towards the sound. A guard stood beside a tree, well camouflaged. He hadn't seen him before. Hey, chill out, would ya? That guard'll shoot. Read the sign. The small man pointed at a square sign. It read, 
Warning, it is a federal violation to intentionally cause damage to government property. Suicide Booth Inc. is a subsidiary of the federal government. Any and all persons intentionally attempting to harm this facility will be dealt with brute force that may or may not result in death. This sign was brought to you by www.wecare.gov. Ralph smiled at the man. Thank you. He wiped his sweaty palms on his jeans, gave the guard the bird, picked up a hefty rock, and strode over to the booth. So long, Ralph said to the small man, because again, he still didn't know what else to say. He raised the rock and pounded it on the metal siding of the suicide booth. He raised the rock to hit it again. There was the crack of a gun, and Ralph's world went dark. Who likes dark stories? People who have experienced a touch of the dark side. People who are a little wiser to the world. People who like their bones chilled and their spines tingled. People like you and me. It's hard to find a story these days that write on the dark side with a touch of whimsy, humor, and heart. Mav Sky spreads her dark wings and solves this problem for you. Head on over to Amazon and type Mav Sky's name into the search engine. M-A-V-S-K-Y-E. At Amazon, you'll find her Tales to Chill Your Bones series, Girl Clown Hatchet series, Supergirl series, her cult classic novel, Wanted Single Rails, and of course, her brand new release, Cold Hangs the Midnight. Choose your dark flavor and head on over to Amazon today. <laughs>